Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and so happy to be back with Mia for another In Her Years of Growth series. Welcome, Mia. Hey, Cassie. Hi. Uh, I'm so excited. We are going to talk about, uh, we were talking a little bit before, and I said we're just going to start recording because we're going to talk about some things that I love, which are higher level concepts, um, doing versus not doing, and how they support each other. It's one of the things we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about lessons versus insight. So I am super excited about that. Um, Before that, Mia, what's awesome? Catch us up on what's awesome. Uh, Harvest has begun. Just had our first pick yesterday up at uh, the winery that I actually make wine for. And it's exciting because last year, because of fires, I didn't get to actually make any wine. I was consulting with other winemakers but I didn't get to make my own, you know, my wine. Um, And so it really feels excellent to be uh, back at it. You know what I mean? And in the, in the rush of harvest. Yes. What's different this year for you in the experience because you didn't get to do it last year? Oh, it's, I enjoy every little detail, like um, even being at the winery where lots of different wineries crush their grapes there. It's what's called a custom crush facility. So there's lots of winemakers. And one of my old buddies, we were in school together, Celia Welch. Um, we had a, just a great discussion, not only about winemaking and what's going on with this harvest, but everything in general, you know, where we are in our lives and, and that sort of thing. And being able to connect with some of the people that work there, um, so just the connections that were remade and really um, authentic because I was making wine again. So um, it just, just felt really good. That that's part of it that felt really, really good. And the, you know, the nervousness of calling picks and watching weather and all the crazy things and seeing grapes go down the road and going, Oh, they're picking. Why am I not picking? You know, that kind of stuff. And it's just, (laughs) it's really, it's exciting. You know, it's exciting. And then you need to bring yourself back down in your own self and say, okay, where am I right here? You know, Mm -hmm. but it's, so it's really awesome. Love it. Yay. That's amazing. Uh, And I'm going to ask this because we talked last time about your puppy and her orthodontia. I know people are just going to want to know how is she doing? Oh God, she is so awesome. I mean, she (laughs) is just, she has been the best uh, puppy. Um, and she is so awesome for Tracy. This is her fourth German shepherd. And it's by far from everything that I know from her past too. And the one that she had before we were together, that this is the best one. Just, she's such a love, such a good puppy, so much drive, Mm -hmm. but in a very good way. Um, it's, it's been awesome. And everything about her health is, great uh no problems with her teeth and she is she's just she's really great and my dog who's seven years old um Hattie's coming up on her first birthday next month um my dog who's seven years old they're just getting along really well every day they find new ways to play in the right way for each one of them and it's very infrequent that we need to break them up you know Mm -hmm. uh, like you somehow sometimes have to do with 
two energetic dogs. Because even though my dog's seven, she's a pointer. So she's still like a puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yay. That's awesome. All right. Let's dive in. Tell us about this dream and how this all started. And then we'll get into some of these really cool concepts that I love talking about. I, I just, I've always, um, numbers always stick to me a little bit. Um, uh, I always remember, I don't remember like people's birthdays, but I remember the year they were born. And so mm. like, uh, my parents, my grandparents, um, all the people that, you know, siblings, all the people I've known. And I always have this, you know, ongoing thing. And no, a lot of other people I know go, I don't know how old my brother is, or I don't know how, I know exactly how old my brother is. I know exactly how old my sister is, you know? Um, and so I have this kind of a number thing. And lately about over the last year, one and nine have been very important to me. Um, 19, it just has so many things going on. It's a prime number, you know, one plus nine is 10 and one plus zero is one. And and then I got into five and five is right between one and nine, you know, and um, all the meanings behind it and any kind of numerology that you look up. Um, and then I started rowing a little bit and I found this deal where if you add nine, once you get to a certain number, if you just keep adding nine strokes, it'll automatically add up to 10 for as far ahead as you can go. And it's just like, well, I add nine strokes a day, wow. and, you know, before you know it, I'm at this number but it always adds up to 10. So I'm crazy about numbers. Um, and I recently had a dream. I'm uh, 59 now, but it, the dream I was 56 and I was celebrating being 56. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. And it stuck, it stuck with me. Not all dreams stick with me. And it was oh, five plus six, that's 11. That's cool. I'm thinking one plus one. Okay, whatever. And then I think to myself, you know, you were, you were 56 in 2018. That equals 11. So I, you know, I look up in the book and it's like, oh, 11. And it's got, you know, oh, everything. And then it says master number, which means you don't add these numbers together. 11, you don't put one plus one. Because mm -hmm. 11 is the bigger part of two. It's the, yeah. like the highest part of two. And it's about mastering dynamic balance. And balance has always been something that has come up with for me. I love bicycles. I love motorcycles. I love to balance my life but dynamic balance. And it seems that so much has opened up to seeing more deeply um, the good of doing and not doing and how it all fits together in, in the same thing. So you, in younger days, not doing was not good for me. Not at all. I always wanted to be doing, you know, I didn't want to get, if I had an injury, I wanted to get right back to it. I wanted to be working all the time. I wanted to be doing this. And certainly I've come to appreciate not doing, but it's so much deeper now in, in my life. So last year I wasn't able to make wine because of fires in the area. Um, and it was the first year in almost 40 that I hadn't made wine. I was consulting with other winemakers as part of my consulting business, but I didn't actually have my own. And it was weird. And I thought, and it just seemed like there is a little void. And it started to mean a lot more to me as I started to visit the vineyard and get into the growing season this year. It's like everything stood out brighter um, mm -hmm. and more clearly. I saw 
uh, details that I haven't seen before. Um, I had more fun than I've ever had before. The fact that it was deeper uh, made everything more fun, even though it was more work. Yeah. Um, work, you know, quote unquote. Um, and so that's one of the ways that the dynamic balance, not being able to do something, but being comfortable in the not being able to do something mm -hmm. so that when your opportunity comes again, you see a depth that you've never seen before. And it's not like, oh, I'll just go and do a bunch of research so I can see more. No, it just comes to you. It, it just flows right to you. There's like a channel that's open because you let yourself not do and you didn't you didn't freak out about it. You didn't try to do something about not doing, mm -hmm. which would be an old way for me. Yeah. Um, I think an old way for a lot of people. Um, I We talk about this a lot. And I think Jenny and I talk about this on Manifest It Now a lot. This, this space of the not doing and how it is doing it. You know, where people will tell me, oh, I haven't been doing the work. I'm like, no, you have been doing the work. The space of not doing it is also doing it. It's giving that. No, I, I see that so often, you know, and it's it's a different level for me because, you know, I don't have a problem not doing certain things, you know, and I know, <laughs> I know it'll come to me at a certain point. So it's the same thing with all the work that I've done in the Enchanted Circle. You know, I'm not, I was never one of those ones to, you know, like, oh, you know, I didn't do four assignments this week. It was like, wow, this lesson came along right at the right time. I haven't done anything in two weeks and here it is, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, but it never bothered me. So at that, it, it, on that sort of level or place, it didn't bother me, but like doing something that, I don't know. I don't know where the doing became important and where I could let it go. I've, I think I've let go of a lot of things um, over time. And it mm -hmm. just seems like a whole nother level now, a whole nother level um, than it ever has been. Yeah. Yeah. And you spoke to this with how you can see it and it's deeper, but if you, if there's anything else, I would love to say a little bit more about, you know, how that not doing creates more depth in the doing. Yeah. Um, well, another area where it has happened is um, I do, I really enjoy running. Mm -hmm. And I, I got myself an injury because I was doing a slightly different um, form of running. I was um, actually uh, listening to the Not Your Average Runner when she yeah. was on your podcast. And, um, and I, looked, I looked into it and I said, oh, that sounds kind of good. You know, um, it isn't just about running slow for a certain length. You can run and not run in certain proportions, depending on how good a runner. And it really felt good. And I did it for about a week. And I probably did more than I should have because it felt so good. It felt really, yes. really good. Um, and, you know, I probably ran a little too long and rested a little too little and ran a little too fast um, and probably ran a little too long. It probably just blew everything out of the water, put it that mm -hmm. way. And so I got an injury, you know, and I let it go for a while. And Tracy was massaging it for me, you know, and making and trying to make it better. I thought I'd go out again. Uh -uh. Nope, not yet. Can't do it. Nope, can't do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Harvest is starting. It's going to start. I'm going to give myself at least till the end of September and I'm not going to run again. You know, so it's, it was about probably close to a month when that mm -hmm. first came about, about, about a month's time, a long time for me to be without it. 
I've been rowing. I've been doing other stuff, walking a little bit more, and, and the harvest has gotten busy. And I really feel um, hard to put into words, but I feel how important running is to me. Mm-hmm. And it's on a different level. I, I've always known, hey, don't overdo it, because it's, it's always been my product. Don't overdo it. Run as mm-hmm. much as you can and enjoy what you get. But it's at a whole different level than that now it's and it's really so hard to explain but i can really appreciate more than not running rather than i'm so pissed that i can't run today Mm -hmm. i'm just pissed off you know and trying to do everything rather than just let the injury heal Mm -hmm. and um look at probably what brought the injury on and um it's okay wasn't a mistake it was really fun i enjoyed it a lot how am I going to moderate this when, when I get back to it? Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's even deeper than that. Cause that's all, that's all surface stuff. Um, because I can really see more completely how cyclical everything is in life. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, we all know we have periods of rest and activity and sickness and health and all of those uh, sort of yin yang uh, kind of things. But to see how they actually need each other and um, help each other. When you get to that, when you get to that level where you see how it pushes it up even further or pushes it in even deeper, it's um, just makes, I mean, there's an energy, such an enjoyable energy that comes. It's like a flow of really super energy. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. And I get it. And it's so interesting because even when we're in the space, like you've said, you made wine for 40 years and yet this whole season thing, in some ways, when you're talking about it, it seems very new, like, oh, there's a time for this and there's a time for this and it, you know, and so I think that is really cool. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's the whole thing you know sometimes dealing with clients with owners can put shall we say a fly in the ointment uh because you know what needs to be done and and um they're not saying you need to do something different but they just kind of end up a little bit of a fly in the ointment and um even that just completely uh much smoother and easier to um work my way through those areas. Um, And so that everybody's happy, the work's getting done the way it should, um, and things are good, you know? I've I've always been pretty good at that, otherwise I wouldn't be still in this business, but you you don't realize even how you can get to another level sometimes until you let it go. Right. A little bit. And then that next level opens up. I know one of the things that you always say is, Hey, when you get in, when you get stopped for some reason, or you don't feel like you're making progress, or maybe even you're in reverse and you got to be looking backwards, you know, and, and see what's going on. That's when the next lesson is coming. And Mm -hmm. it's even more than the lesson. It's just like, um, just let it, it just kind of flows in and, and fills your space. And it just, it's, it's perfect. And it, it happens even before you're out of your situation. Too, right. for me now. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Um, touch on, because I really loved when we talked about it a little bit before, I think this is so huge, the difference between insight and a lesson. Yeah, that's and that's basically what I've been trying to explain because, man, I'll, ta- I'll take a lesson. Yeah, I'll take a lesson any day. I've, I've been pretty good at, at taking lessons, but inspiration is so much different because it feels like you never banged your head against the wall. You know, mm-hmm. like you have to kind of, the lesson is kind of the hard way. Boom. Oh, gosh. Yes. Okay. And inspiration is, is nothing like that. It's nothing like that. It's, um, uh, it comes to you, it flows to you. Um, mm-hmm. And you just, you just have to find the way to let it through. Yeah. And it comes in that, I think in that letting space, right? So often I think when we're pushing the doing, we're looking for the insight or we're looking for the lesson right? We're, we're pushing the doing because, oh, then there must be a lesson. If it's not working, there must be a lesson versus surrendering to that not doing season and letting that insight pop up and be like, oh, this is the answer. Like, this is what I need next. You, you know? said it perfectly. You said it perfectly, <laughs> letting it, letting it happen. And um, I, I think also the thing that I've seen and that makes it so much more noticeable is the more you let it happen the less you need to wait because mm-hmm. you're already ready um yes because you're in that mode of not pushing as you said pushing is a really good way of putting it yeah yeah when you're you know like circling back to where we started when you get good in those times of not doing and you're just okay with it and surrender to it even like it goes by so much faster. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's so much more, you open your eyes, there's so much more life out there yeah. that, that's, that's there, you know, and um, you've been maybe focusing a little bit over here, but there's a lot of life out there. Um, yeah. And yeah. that other parts of life help, help everything else come through too. Absolutely. Very cool. Any other thoughts on your heart or your mind that you want to share about these topics today? This has been amazing. I think, uh, I think it's perfectly said (laughs) with your help. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Um, thank you so much. I always love having these, um, conversations with you. It's so fun. And I'm excited that you're making wine again, and I'm excited to see what comes next. Me too. Thank you, Mia. Thank you all for listening to us. Make sure to come back and check out what other cool things we have to talk about next time. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.